Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. A rumor that at least was delicious for the idea of, well, can this possibly happen? Can Kobe Bryant be missing basketball enough to think about joining the big three? I I really love the rumors more of he'll play at a veteran's minimum to come (laughs) play with LeBron James and go back and and put the Laker jersey, bring it down from the rafters for one last run. That one seemed to be uh, perhaps uh, something that could be pretty fun for all of us. But let's face it, you got a guy who's made, what, $200 million was the estimate on his his investment and his time and face value uh, in body armor. You've got an Oscar award-winning film. I got to see it last week at the Disney Family Museum up at the Presidio in San Francisco, uh, one of the guys who'd worked at Disney forever, was the animator, John Williams. You know, you, you align yourself with best of brands, and good things are going to happen, right? John Williams does the score. You immediately start looking for Jaws or one of those kind of uh, big thematic things. So that was fun. Uh, but you surround yourself with 
people that, well, your, your goal is billions of dollars. Your goal is not to go back and break your body for another round. But it was funny when the co-founder of the big three, Jeff Quatnitz, want to make sure we, we get that. <laughs> your, uh, tonight. Your, your Quatnitz is as good as mine. You know what? Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> but he uh, he's speaking on behalf because, right, the big three championship coming up later this week. You could see it on FS1. It's been part of it uh, throughout live on Fox come uh Come Friday night, but Power and Three's company will will get it on. You've got some uh, names that you'd know, Big Baby Davis and and Baron Davis and, and a bunch of guys going after it. But they got some run for the Big Three title, and you get to trade on Kobe Bryant's name a little bit and get people and their tongues wagging of what could be because we keep wondering how many more recently retired players still have the itch to lace them up. Well, that, they've done a really good job in, in creating a brand and creating a league in just two years and doing so in an offseason where, you know, it used, it used to be basketball was non-existent once the NBA draft ended, and that's not the case any longer with NBA free agency, with the draft, the summer league. There's a lot going on in the summer, but the big three, I think, is also – been aided by that and and I don't know if it goes both ways but there are more there there are more opportunities to get involved in a new league so the big three thriving in its second year live games on Fox Sports 1 which is sorry it's a big deal for you know the first year they were the tape delay played on Sunday it aired the next right. day now with live games going on it's a it's a much bigger deal as you mentioned you got a championship game and what better way to maybe talk about the league than to to bring a name but I don't think that Kobe is wired like the guys in that league. There may be other competitors. They, there may be guys who, who wanted to, to win as much. But I'm not sure that they are wired the way that Kobe Bryant is wired. To your point of, yeah, it's not about it's not about millions of dollars. It may be about billions of dollars. But it's also winning in different avenues. Didn't Kobe go to work right after his final game of the regular season with his, uh, with his own company? It was 8 o'clock the next morning. He was up and, and ready to go. That's where his focus is. His focus, as you said, is not breaking down his body even more just to try to win a big three championship. He's trying to win things now in other worlds, whether it be in the movie business or his own business. That's where his focus is. He's not wired like guys who still like, all right, I could go against my my other guys in the camaraderie. That's not what Kobe's all about. Yeah, it just seems at this point the the discussion, and it made for fun Twitter, it made for fun sports talk radio over the course of the day of, well, how would that look? What would he play? Because it, it was asked of several players uh, a couple days ago how Kobe would react to playing in this league, and all the guys got up and walked away uh, <laughs> out of their press conference, right? Uh, I think it was Steven Jackson, one of the guys, just kind of looked at the reporter, put his microphone down, and, and calmly left the the area, but you, you look at Kobe Bryant and all the pursuits after, you know, Kobe Inc. and the movies and TV deals and all these, and now it's the arms race against LeBron James off the basketball court, right? The finals that we never got, Kobe versus LeBron, it seems like it's going to be more in the business with the business of basketball potentially being part of it. So if you were telling me Kobe was going to buy some kind of giant steak Mm, giant steak uh, into the. I had to. We, do ju- it. we just ate. So we, not that well, hungry. but you know what? If a giant steak appeared, you wouldn't eat yeah. it. Uh, 
Uh, maybe a bite. You'd have a bite yeah. or two. But sorry, someone in my timeline, you know, as we making a cup of coffee before we came on air, they were showing this tomahawk steak that they'd ordered, mm. and I was like, you know what, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, a slice of that. But so yeah, yeah so if, if Kobe suddenly had some business idea of expanding the big three or blowing it up, you you could convince me there. But the Kobe's going to lace him up to play in this league. Like, all right, did he lose a bet? Is he doing somewhat a solid where it's one of these one-offs, right? The Allen Iverson, he makes an appearance, and then he's right back off the court. I think I could see that for a one-off, but the marketing agents and everybody over at Kobe Inc. immediately like, no, 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 this is, there's no truth to this. But it, but it made tongues wag and shows that Kobe still has that ability to get the eyebrows raised, even if it's you know the difference between where we're at in the NBA and the rising big three as a second basketball alternative. I know it's not on the same level and it wouldn't be as you would get in the NBA, but there would be there would be some parallels and it's not the same direct comparison, but of uh, of a comeback of Tiger Woods to be able to see the guy that you loved as Kobe fans would to see them perform again when you thought maybe you would never get that opportunity. There could be some parallels there. Now, different circumstances and not, I mean, Tiger's playing in majors. He's doing what he was doing before. The big three wouldn't be that. But sure, there would be something to bring that in. I see that Kobe's only involvement in that league is, yeah, it would be owning it. Or running that league as part of that—that that would be the only way that I could see. I, I don't even see a game appearance. I don't think to leave scoring sixty points. Now I don't care how many shots it was, but on that night—that was a magical that, night here yeah, in the in the studio. Yeah, to, to to have that memory. I'm not saying it would be lessened if you go and play again, but what a way to keep that always on the mantle or keep that on top as the as the final exclamation point. I think that there's something to that on on the way that that players go out. I have to admit, I can't remember how Michael Jordan went out. I, I don't remember. I remember how Dr. J went out because I was lucky enough to be at the game in 1987, game five of the playoffs against the Milwaukee Bucks, and CBS did this great shot of, of Dr. J walking down the tunnel for the last time. But there are very few times that you can remember guys who don't go out on top how they went out. We'll always remember that night of 60 points for Kobe Bryant. So him lacing it up again would end up, I think, in my mind, diminishing what we saw with that greatness because there are very few athletes in any sport that can go out the way that he went out. Yeah, I I remember being excited about it but also cursing it because I have my portion of a season ticket package, get out to the game, take my daughters, introduce them. It's like, we'll go see Kobe. Come on, you, you come with me. We got tickets tonight. And then he didn't show up home games where he was taking a lot mm-hmm. of those dates off and didn't even give me a suit appearance and a wave. Uh, so I got a lot of Lou Williams. So my kids are really big Lou Williams <laughs> fans, which is good. So all his extra exploits here in Los Angeles have been great for business. But we were getting ready to do the show, and you're wondering, all right, how's this going to flow? And then he misses his first five shots, and we're looking at we're all looking around. Frostberg, our executive producer and, and noted Lakers honk, is looking at me going, uh-oh. <laughs> like even his face started to he started to sink a little bit because you start off shooting slowly, but well, no conscience. He was gonna go out firing and then finally started hitting shots. We had guys jumping up and down the hallway. You saw people running past the window here where we are in Los Angeles, trying to get to whatever watering hole to catch the second half because it started yeah. to take over social media. The number of impressions and tweets, you know, that's one of those big moments also from a social media perspective of watching the power of the live game event 
and how it could take over in what it was a, quote, nothing game in terms of a larger NBA perspective. But for Kobe Bryant walking away and coming off with that kind of night, it, it said it all of you know how much he still moved the needle. Leaving, yeah, leaving on that note was magnificent. And guys, remember that was the night the Warriors won seventy three. Remember it over it completely yeah. overshadowed the storyline of that entire second half of the season and maybe even the whole season. It and you was, know what was great about that? They went on to lose and didn't win the title, so seventy three doesn't really matter no, anymore, does it? No, not 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 really. It it, it doesn't. It's it's but, it's a lot of wasted effort. Yeah, <laughs> but it's at the time it was that, that was the story that we followed. Whether it was the Warriors start to the season was and then throughout was the quest to get number seventy three, and then on that night to have Kobe Bryant do that. And you're right, and it's the the guys running up and down the hallway or people in their living room reacted the same way that they were with Tiger Woods two weeks ago at the PGA Championship. When you're going back, how many of those 60-point nights did Kobe have of recent history? There weren't any because he was either banged up or hurt, as he said, not showing up. So that was it. You were able to bring that back. And I think just of, of coming back diminishes all that a little bit. Not it wouldn't overshadow. You wouldn't say like, oh, he played five minutes in the big three. No, but you have this memory of Kobe going out on top. It's best to not reveal if he's got bad knees. He maybe he can do it. Probably he could do it. He could do it for a game for a weekend. Maybe he could do it for a season. But if there was any point of a letdown or a breakdown, then you're like, oh shoot. You know, you know like Kobe left on a high note. Why did it have to be? So Owning the league, running the league, whatever, I can see that. Anything else, I don't think it's I don't think it's his bag of tea. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at eleven PM Eastern, eight PM Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Adrian Peterson was and I guess is because he's still playing, is the only guy in the NFL and has been the only guy in the NFL in the last ten years that we have said this guy could be the NFL's all-time leading rusher. You may even want to make it 20 years, if you will, Mike. That is how good Adrian Peterson was, and that's how good of a player Adrian Peterson was in his career with the numbers that you back up. But there was so much flack yesterday given to the Washington Redskins and given to Adrian Peterson. Ah, this is the, He's washed up. He's not going to be able to play anymore. Yeah, that'll fix it, Washington. Don't look at it like that. That's the wrong way to look at it. Look at it like this. You are seeing the last of a dying breed in the National Football League, and that is running backs who have a legitimate shot at being one of the best ever, if not the best ever. Mike, we put Adrian Peterson as being a guy early in his career that could have been a threat to Emmett Smith's all-time rushing mark. And now, as we see how the NFL has changed, in my mind, Emmett Smith's all-time rushing mark, now untouchable. It is You are not going to touch that, that mark. You can take any other stat you want in the NFL, Favre's consecutive game streak, any Jerry Rice stat you want. Emmett Smith's mark is untouchable because of the way that the NFL now is, whether it be how they use running backs, you talk about multi-use running backs in the National Football League. We talk about contracts, how quickly when they turn the age of 30 do they turn their backs. So now when you watch Adrian Peterson at the age of 33, don't mock it. Don't laugh at it. Appreciate what you've got in the NFL because he and Frank Gore and maybe LaShawn McCoy 
are the last of the bunch. They they are you are not going to have a running back challenge for the all-time rushing lead or be one of the all-time greats just because the way has changed. And that's just the way it is. Peterson needs 37 yards to crack the top 10. He would bounce Jim Brown from the top 10 in terms of all-time rushing yardage. You got Frank Gore, who's 75 yards away from tying Curtis Martin for fourth on the all-time list, something you wouldn't expect. But you go back and and really look at the early football cards of Frank Gore and those (laughs) big numbers he was putting up with the 49ers. Uh, and then, obviously, a number of great years in Indianapolis, now continuing things in Miami. But you're going down the list. McCoy's sitting at 29th on the list. Lynch at 31. As you can see, this is Dan and I feeling our age night on Fox Sports Radio as we started with the celebration of Kobe Bryant getting into the changing uh, of the guard here in terms of the way. And, and it's not to say Peterson's going to come out and dominate, but it's just as we, we talk about new rules, we've done a lot on contact and, and helmet rules and all these other things. That That's not the only thing changing in the game. There's just how it's played overall. And for Adrian Peterson, gets another shot, injuries, age, all of these things, his suspension, those things all hang in and, and kept him from, he'd already be top 10 and who knows mm-hmm. yeah. where, where, where we're flying if none of that transpires. But the, the fact of the matter is, you've got a guy who's one of the few remaining. McCoy, 29th, Lynch, 31st, and then you get down to Jonathan Stewart. He's 59th. He's done for all intents and purposes. LeGarrette Blunt, one of our favorite sure. names. He's 92nd. You go all the way down to Le'Veon Bell sitting at, what is he at, 5,000 some, 5,000 yards behind you know, to get to ten thousand, he's got he's got fifty three hundred yards. How about the how about this? I I did some numbers crunching. Look at that. How many math? How many years would you say Le'Veon Bell has as a top running back in the National Football League? Perhaps another four. Okay, sure. And that and that's let's. But again, now we're agreed. talking total yards versus agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Let's give him six. Let's give him six seasons of being a top running back in the National Football League. If Le'Veon Bell does that, he would have to average 2,169 yards rushing a season to break Emmett Smith's mark. That's that's <laughs> six seasons on average of 2,169 yards. That's how far down the list he is. Todd Gurley, hey, Todd Gurley, definitely one of the top backs in the National Football League. Let's say Todd Gurley, who's got three years under his belt, worst case scenario or maybe best case scenario, eight seasons. Mike, he'd have to average 1,882 yards just rushing to break Emmett Smith's mark. And that's how far off it is, and that's how much things have changed in the National Football League when it comes to running backs. You think Todd Gurley's got eight strong years as a running back? Probably not. Even though he's three years in, that would be 11 years at the top of your game. You don't see that anymore. And that's why you need to appreciate an Adrian Peterson for what he did. Appreciate a Frank Gore for what he did. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. We welcome on the hotline USA Today, Major League Baseball columnist, our buddy Bob Nightingale. Follow him on Twitter at the Nightingale. Nice slow day in Major League Baseball, Bob, as the white flag finally gets raised in Washington. Yeah, it's a uh, kind of end of a miserable year for, for them, five weeks early. Uh, yeah, horrendous season. Uh, you know, it's probably the most embarrassing, underachieving season they've ever had in Nationals history or Expos history. 
Well, when you look at it, you know, one of the reports, and, and you were on it all, all day, Bob, you know, the Bryce Harper and certainly here in Los Angeles, people were ready to go print off T-shirts and bogus merchandise uh, to get it outside the stadium for tonight. How close were they legitimately to ever getting a deal done? You know, not that close, talking to officials. The uh, Dodgers put a claim in there. They said they were, they were happy to, uh, you know, take on the rest of that contract, which is about, you know, about $5 million. And they, uh, the, you know, the Nationals wanted more. They wanted prospects with it. And the Dodgers said no. So, yeah, it never got close to a trade. But some of the Dodgers made sure if they weren't going to have them, nobody else was either. Bob, what about the Cubs side of things with this Daniel Murphy deal? Is it more, are they worried about Chris Bryant? Is this just a, uh, I mean, I, Murphy's been great as of late, but what was the real reason why they wanted to bring Daniel Murphy to Chicago's north side? Yeah, this uh, this offense has been struggling. I mean, you're talking about five straight games, one a solo homer each game. It's only happened once in the franchise history back in uh, 1934. Uh, I think it's a, a lot of it was to protect Addison Russell. You know, he's been struggling big time. Uh, hasn't been the same player. He's had shoulder injuries. I bet they put him on the disabled list tomorrow and add him. And that way, then you can you know shift over a hobby bias to shortstop. You got Murphy, you know, Murphy over there at second. And then you know, at, at some point, they still expect Bryant to be back. But if not, you can always you know slide Murphy over to third base and have Bryant play the outfield. It gives them just tremendous, tremendous depth. Well, it also gave them a little Vegas misdirection as they announced that you Darvish is done for the season. And certainly, there were there were a lot of. Uh column inches and uh, minutes on sports talk radio and television in Chicago about his appearance or lack thereof for the Cubs this year. Yeah. I mean, just a, uh, a brutal free agent signing, you know, by the first year, I'm mean, talking about a guy who earned $26 million. You got one win out of it and they, uh, in 40 innings. So, you know, like you just hope that he bounces back, you know, maybe it was all, and after a fact of what happened, the World Series never quite recovering, uh, you know, from those two terrible games with, with the Dodgers. But yeah, a, an absolute nightmare of a season. And they're lucky Cole Hamels has stepped up and done so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been their savior so far. How much is the return of Jose Altuve going to help the Houston Astros? I know it's an easy question, but is is that the one of the reasons they've been struggling with him and Stringer? He comes back tonight. What about Altuve's El worth to Houston? Yeah, I think we were undervalued how important he was. I, you know, I thought he was a very good player, and but they have so many great ones, but maybe a whole lot more valuable than we thought, just considering the nosedive they went in. And uh, you know, some of the starters have kind of, you know, they're not pitching lights out like they like they were. The bullpen's been a, uh, a, a questionable, so a little more frail than we thought. And this was a team you thought was as good as any team in baseball. You know, certainly as good as the, as the Red Sox. And all of a sudden, you're watching what the Cleveland Indians are doing. It's like, wait a minute, now maybe the Cleveland Indians are the team to beat in in the World Series. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith's show with Mike Harmon. Jason out tonight, Dan Byer in his stead. Uh, Find him on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox, me at Swollen Dome on the hotline with us. USA Today, Major League Baseball columnist, Major League Baseball Network insider, our buddy Bob Nightingale. Find him on Twitter, his latest musings at B Nightingale. To to stick with that, talking about the Indians and, and where they're at, Dan and I have talked the last couple nights, Bob, uh, a lot about Chris Sale and his injury. And as we see deals starting to be consummated, I know they have a big lead, but do we see the Red Sox going out and making any moves to make sure they're covered if he's unavailable? 
You know, I think this is just a protection thing. I think he's fine. I think if they're in the middle of a division race, we'd be see, seeing Chris Hill pitch. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's had a struggle in September in the past with his, uh, you know, slender body frame and everything else. So I think he'll be just fine. And I think he'll come playoff time, they'll be fine, too. Uh, you know, with that rotation of Sale and Porcello and, and David Price. Uh, you know, they could probably use one more reliever if they could find one. But I think they're, you know, happy, especially getting Baldy now, too, happy going into the uh, postseason with what they have. Bob, I'm going to put you to work here, okay? This is We're going we're to work through this since we're talking about the American League and we're talking about pitching. Let's take the five teams that the playoffs would start today, starting pitching-wise, who do you like the most, number one? Who do you like the least at number five? So just for the audience, Red Sox, Yankees, Indians, Astros, and A's. How would you rank starting pitching for those five teams if we were to start the playoffs today? Obviously, Chris Sale would be healthy as well. Yeah, I would go Houston number one. I think that rotation is you know the best we've seen since Atlanta Braves days with Glavin, Smoltz, and Maddox. Uh I'd probably go Red Sox, Red Sox two, uh, Cleveland three. Then I'd probably take Oakland. I'd take Oakland over the Yankees. Yeah, Oakland yeah, four. Sure, yeah. 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 Okay. Man, what, that, that, yeah, they're pitching. They're pitching great right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm staring at Edwin Jackson's face right now, sitting there at a two five eight ERA, and really to me, one of the more baffling. Things I, obviously the A is a fantastic story. You see this month. I mean the Chris Davis story yesterday. I showed it to my daughters and they wanted to watch it two three times. The kid signing the jersey and then Davis hitting a moonshot home run. Uh, everybody with tears in their eyes. Uh, a big moment, but you know a feel good story. But Edwin Jackson, who, who saw this coming? <laughs> Thirteen teams is yet covering, and it's like it's fourteenth team. I think. Edwin Jackson didn't see this coming, guys. I'm telling no, you. No, I mean, look, I would have bet the house if I'm him. Look, I'm betting on myself. Good lord. Oh, I know. I mean, he's going to uh, he's got a chance before his career's over, literally, to pitch for at least twenty twenty ball clubs. It's unbelievable. <laughs> He best Bartolo Cologne for sure. <laughs> uh, Bob Nightingale joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. What about sorting out in the National League? I mean, are the Cardinals now the team that you, that is is going to make a push? What even if they don't win the division, are is St. Louis primed to grab at least one of the wild card spots? They are. I mean, we might have to give Mike Schilt the Manager of the Year award, and he's only been there <laughs> a couple months. It's unbelievable how well they're playing. Uh, you know, winning again tonight, if they, uh, you know, win this ball game over the Dodgers, they're just two and a half games out. Uh, stunning what they have done. If I'm the Cubs, I'm a, little, I'm a little scared to death here, what these guys are doing. And because uh, they have so many pitchers and players in the DL, they could be very dangerous uh, with those September call-ups. Just, you know, the Dodgers will cover, you know, with, with their uh, September calls as well because they have such a deep farm system. But I, I think the, uh, the Cardinals have got a chance to scare everybody. Still want to know what got into the water after making the managerial change. Just a looser clubhouse, the message old. Suddenly, I mean, obviously winning cures a lot of ills, but you, you look at the way this team just totally flipped the script, uh, just pretty uh, an amazing run you don't normally see in the middle of a season. No, you know, it's kind of used to homegrown guys. It's almost like, you know, they, uh, you know, put Dexter Fowler on the disabled list or a big free agent. They had signed uh, Greg Holland uh, after the start of the season, released him. 
it's almost like, you know what, let's just go with the homegrown kids. And then just been playing lights out. Uh, you know, nobody develops their players more than St. Louis Cardinals. It's amazing how many homegrown guys they have. Nobody ever hears about them. They call them up and they just say, uh, you know, uh, play lights out. Uh, it's it's un- unbelievable. And you're talking about the big boys like Carlos M- Martinez just came back and he's in the bullpen. And then a win rate. And then uh, Michael Walker's still on the disabled list and they're supposed to come back. Fantastic stuff. Bob Nightingale, USA Today Sports, Major League Baseball columnist, MLB Network insider with us here. Bob, thanks for staying up with us. Uh, enjoy the rest of the games tonight. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Bob. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.